0: This is the Geek Therapy Podcast. Join Lara Taylor and me, Josue Cardona, as we celebrate how geek culture is saving the world. Currently, we're focusing on a geek therapy library. The library is designed to help fans communicate through their favorite movies, books, and games. It's a resource for therapists, teachers, and parents to find a way to work with or talk about important things through awesome content. Welcome to the show. Last week, we said we would read a few very specific things. Did you get around to reading any of them? Yes. I
1: did. <gasps> Accountability. It works.
0: Incredible. <laughs> did you? I did. I did. <laughs> um Did you read Batwoman number 1 by the way?
1: Yeah, I did.
0: It was nothing. It, it was it was it, very disappointing. Like <sighs> It was well, like, hey, it, it this was is a what recap happened in the of past. everything. Yeah, it was yeah. a
1: recap. And but <sighs> it's supposed to be a jumping-off point for people, so I get that.
0: If, like. it were an epi- if it were an uh, issue number zero,
1: right. I, well, it but, wouldn't bother me as much. But think about it. All, what were all the other rebirth number ones? They were number zeros.
0: But Batwoman didn't have one.
1: But Batwoman didn't have one. Now she does.
0: But she doesn't have a number zero.
1: No, but they weren't number zeros. Like that was the whole point. They had oh. rebirth and then like it was Wonder Woman rebirth number one. And then there was Wonder Woman number one. And it was really confusing.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, so you're saying that this is just Rebirth number one and that's it. And then Wonder Woman number one is a whole other issue.
1: You mean Batwoman? Yeah, it probably Batwoman, will be. I yeah. don't know if they're doing the same thing, but it was the same kind of setup where the first cover was just a no, shot of their you're face. Right.
0: You're right, you're right.
1: Yeah. And it was a recap. <sighs> and there was a little bit that got me excited about stuff coming to the future. Like they give you a, a peek into what's happening. It's it should be interesting. I feel like I need to catch up on detective comics before I read this though.
0: Yeah, I started I started <laughs> okay. uh catching up a little bit too. Uh yeah. Well, again, that was kinda of disappointing. But kinda if you haven't <laughs> if
1: you haven't read Batwoman and you don't have the money to buy all the previous stuff, you you're better totally off pick reading the
0: Wikipedia article oh, and getting sh- some actual sh- detail. Sh- it was not, it was just ugh. Sh- <laughs>
1: I'm sure it'll be amazing afterwards. I think that's how I felt about all the, the initial rebirth ones. Was like, eh, I'm confused, but gotcha. yeah. Um, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. The the writer is the same writer for DC Bombshells, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm, I hope so. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay, and the only other one that we said was "Love is Love," right? Correct. Okay, so, let's talk about "Love is Love." What is "Love is Love"?
1: Love is Love is a a joint project between IDW and DC Comics. And it's all about different people's feelings about the Orlando shooting last June. It was June, yeah. At the Pulse uh, nightclub. At Pulse nightclub. And the proceeds from the book go towards um, the victims of well the families of the victims of the shooting um yeah. and if anyone doesn't remember um what happened uh a shooter went into a gay night club in orlando and 49 people died yep it was very sad still yeah. very sad yeah and this book is really it's really important and i had a lot of feelings a lot, a lot of feelings. Yeah. What kind of feelings? <laughs> um, I think you can, in reading the book, it like runs the whole gamut. Like there was hope. There was a lot of sadness. I cried a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried reading it before bed because that's usually when I read comics and I couldn't. Yeah. It kept me up mm-hmm. at night. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, and there's like each, it's a bunch of one or two page stories or, um, like one shot poster kind of things. Um, some poems in there. Um, so it's really quick to read through, but it's also not like I had to stop after every few pages and there's very different, um, content. Like there's. Different styles and all kinds of creators worked on this. There's people that work on kids books. There's people that work on gritty, gory, whatever. You've got everything from like Scott Snyder to um, James Tynan to Paige Braddock. Um, there's a lot of different, a lot of different people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of like comic books that I was familiar with, there were a lot of names that I recognized. Gail Simone, Dan Didio mm-hmm. um, were other ones too. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, they're, they're short, but some of them I reread because they are short, but they were like powerful. Right. And
1: even the one page ones, some of them yeah. are really powerful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the, but there's a lot of them.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot.
0: <sighs> yeah. There's over 100. It's, it's a 160-page book, mm-hmm. and pretty much every single page is a, again, either one story or or stories are two pages or, like you said, posters with, like, a poem or just something that's written. Yeah, and there is no, I mean, it's all, I, I wonder what the call was to people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, specifically. Like, just, like, make something in one page for the, um you know, like as a reaction to the the shooting.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
0: even one story that's about that's the guy telling us. Like the story is about how he doesn't know what to write.
1: Ah, oh, I love that one, and I wanted to bring that yeah. one up because it was yeah. a cis straight white guy, um, yeah. and he's like, he clarifies, he like he 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 gives this little qualification for everything that he he says. Like, I don't know what to write. And then, but but this is what I would write. Or, like, I'm taking up space that someone with a, a, a queer voice or a person of color could say. Yeah. And then he says, check out these cool creators who are queer or people of color. Um, so, on the on the one hand, at first, I didn't know what to feel about it. But then I was like, you know what? He's just being honest and... Um, I was talking with um, with my wife about it last night and um, she said that it's really important to realize that just it's not just people in those communities that are affected by everything that happen, and that they should be able to have a voice too. So,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's something that that. I, you know, I deal with. I'm like, well, should I bring this up? I mean, maybe I should just let Lara talk about this, or, or you know, as a female perspective, you know, from from multiple things, right? Mm-hmm. There, there are things that I'll, I'll talk about pretty much anything, but there are things that I I should talk about in a certain way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's something you think about. Um, and and that particular story stayed with me because it was one of the only ones that mentioned that it was also a Latino Latina issue, you know, that a lot of people
1: ignore that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that even, even I forgot. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's one thing that I can comment on. And, and that one put it into perspective. It was like, Oh yeah. Like he's, he's also acknowledging that group of people that he's, you know, he, like you said, he, he's taking up a space that those people who are, who are represent uh, who would be better, representatives of like their experience is different and they could maybe use this space better than I can. Like he's just like dealing with that feeling of should I even be here? What can I contribute? And mm-hmm. I think I, I, I liked it. I liked it a lot.
1: There was an interesting thing I was noticing when I was reading. Um, there were a couple of types of stories that that made me tear up or or affected me more. Some of them were ones that um, I know some of the creators in the book personally, um, and I didn't even know that it was them, some of them. Some of them I recognized their artwork right away. Um, mm. Others I had to look for the byline the the credit at the bottom. Um, but even though I didn't know that it was them, it affected me more and was more memorable to me, like before I looked at their name. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, Maybe somewhere deep down, I knew it was them. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But uh, one that um, was the one by Justin Hall um, about his trip right after Orlando to go um, film a documentary about queer comics. And Mm, his discussion then and then coming back to San Francisco um, where there was a um, a memorial in the Castro and the shot that of him taking a, he took a flower from the pride uh, thing that he was at elsewhere and brought it to um, the memorial in the Castro was really powerful to me, especially since I've been, to that memorial and I was there um, and left um, uh, uh, some writings in a, in a journal there. Uh, So that was really powerful to me. Uh, And then I looked and I was like, Oh, it's Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So um, then the other, the other one that seemed to affect me more um, were the ones that, put the DC characters in our world, essentially. Um, Yeah,
0: those are the most memorable for me, at least, Mm because I feel like they, I don't know, maybe because I know those characters so well and to see them there. And and they were very similar to back when 9-11 happened, that there were a lot of comics of the superheroes at the site and helping and doing things like that and then dealing with it. Um, It reminded me of that.
1: Mm -hmm. And some were more hopeful, I think or are, or are, are like comforting um, there was one where Batwoman helps a kid who is crying um, afterwards and um, I think it's about their mom had died and she gives words of comfort and then it shows um, a scene of everybody at a vigil for the shooting and saying that um, uh, your mom died a hero um, that was really powerful, um, yeah. to have a, a hero, like a real hero, say that that the the mom was a hero. And that was hopeful. And there was yeah. another one that was really blunt. Um, and it brought in some stuff that uh, I thought was really important for people to understand when they were new- doing the news coverage um, and talking about um, how cops were in the... The nightclub after the shooting and the phones kept going off mm. um and no one really thinks about um the kind of stuff that that first responders go through um yeah. and, and hearing those phones and not them not being answered um but the, in that one batman comes and he's um kind that of that was that yeah. was
0: my the one that um, it was it was one of those things where, like, I knew the punchline. Like, I, I feel yeah. like that it even went on too long because yeah. they didn't need that last panel to explain what was going on, right? right? It's all the phones ringing. Batman is in there investigating the scene. And the last panel, where the cops are outside saying, he's the greatest detective ever. If he doesn't know why this happened, no one will. Mm-hmm. And right before that, he had, you know, Batman says to himself, like, I have, like, I can't make sense of this. Like, right. there's no, there's no yeah. explanation.
1: No, I know. I it was yeah. a, good, it was a good. Yeah, I liked it. No, it was amazing. But, the, it was but amazing. then that, yeah. yeah, you're right. That last panel, it's like you know what it it's was been. unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of redundant. Yeah, um, but it was were,
0: it was fantastic.
1: There were others that were even funny to me, like or like it was funny, but not like um, Deathstroke. Seeing the reports oh, yeah. of the things and he's like – he throws all his guns away and he's like, that's it. I'm sticking to karate or whatever.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. Just like even like even this villain thought that that was disgusting. Right. You know, like, you know what? If that is what – essentially, right, like the message I got was like that somebody did that with guns. I use guns. Like I don't want to be associated with that. I'm not using that anymore. I'm just kicking people's asses with my hands.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: yeah. It was Yeah, um I like the one there was another Batwoman one I think it was a separate one where she goes to the rooftop.
1: hmm
0: Right? It's not the same one you mentioned before. It might right? be the same
1: one I mentioned.
0: <laughs> where okay. she goes to the rooftop and, and and someone says like, Oh, like I didn't know that I didn't think the superheroes cried or something like that. Oh, this that person might was be a crying. Yeah, this girl was crying on a I'm not sure if it's the it same might, one, but she's on the rooftop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she's there, and Batwoman wasn't there to like comfort her necessarily. She was there to because that's where she goes when things are rough. She for goes to
1: the rooftops. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the the one in the bar where there's this that character. One was, oh, the one
1: yeah. was it? Is it the one where all the DC gay characters are there?
0: Yeah, yeah. Where oh, Apollo and Midnight are there? I and, loved and, it. Yeah. I had to
1: have yeah. Nina look up who one of them was for me.
0: That guy. Yeah, the guy who's like he looks like. um Oh, like the, the guy from he, Marvel with the rings. Um, he, he, like the Mandarin.
1: His name is like a s or something like that.
0: Yeah, and he talks about how he was killed in the comics. Like he was he was a he was written like in a cliche gay way, but never it was never mentioned that he was gay, right. but then the way he died was like by some sort of weird
1: aid weapon, AIDS weapon or it something was like that. Chemo goblin. Uh instead of hemoglobin right and yeah, yeah. and yeah. i loved i loved the the social commentary on like the fact that the comics were ridiculous like he's like are yeah. you kidding me why i was a joke and like yeah this is horrible why are we it, i loved that breaking the fourth wall thing also i yeah. really wanted to be in that world cuz that woman and maggie Sawyer were together Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Yeah. Apollo and Midnighter made another appearance too. Yeah. In a I different think a one. couple
1: of other ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and in this book, it was the first book, um, the first appearance of Harry Potter in a comic ever.
0: Yeah. I didn't read that one. I didn't finish the book. I read oh. most of it, but I didn't well, get that to that one. That one, it's
1: not an actual comic. Like it, it it was a, it's just a one page thing. And it was really, it was, um, oh, let's see if I can remember. It's a, there's a quote from Albus Dumbledore um, and it was really awesome. Um, So it's a, it's all of them holding up their wands with a rainbow flag coming up magically behind them. Um, And it says differences of habit and language are nothing at all. If our aims are identical and our hearts are open. Um, so that was really cool. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in, in this thing. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, um, some of the other ones that I liked were the ones that showed children or, like, showed mm-hmm. the experience through the eyes of children. Mm-hmm. I thought that those were interesting. Um, what was it? One that I really liked was the, the mom and the boy walking by and the boy's asking what happened, and she explains that um, someone doesn't like people like your uncle and – his boyfriend and the kid's like why like they're awesome and she just she just holds the kid and says you know like hold on to that
1: Mm -hmm. it's
0: a lot of stories like like that
1: there's a Um, lot of coming out stories or like experiences of different cartoonists of what it was like for coming out for them um because it it is different now um like I think there's one that Phil Jimenez and um, I can't remember who the other person was on it, but the two of them were like, it's them reminiscing about what it was like to be in their 20s since a lot of the people who died in um, the shooting were in their 20s. And they're like, we didn't have to worry about anyone shooting us. And then they go and they're like, yeah, but we had to worry about, you know, people in chat rooms being serial killers and like... Gay bashers and so um, that things have changed, but they haven't changed. Yeah. But the fact that there is a book like this right now is the the kind of sign that, that things have changed. Yeah.
0: And like I said, um, there's, there's appearances by DC characters. Um, I really like the Archie one that, that was was one. that was a good yeah. one.
1: That was a good one.
0: Um, you you had mentioned to me I think in a text that some of them made you angry. Did I? Did you? I don't know. Maybe 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 I'm wrong.
1: Maybe well, I'll, I'll, I might have I'll, said something about feelings. I don't know. There, but some of them there there's a lot that are tough to read. Um.
0: Well, there there were some that um, so like buy this book. Like it's it's amazing. It's full of uh, just so much good stuff. Again, I'm almost done with it. I haven't I haven't finished, the, I haven't reached the end.
1: Right. But
0: one thing that did bother me was that a few of them were very preachy. Mhm. Those those did bother me a little just in the sense that that doesn't necessarily help anything if you're trying to be preachy.
1: Mhm.
0: Um you know what I mean, right? By preachy. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I know what yeah. you mean by preachy.
0: Yeah. But then at the same time, I understand that it's a totally normal reaction to what happened. Right. Um, I did. I did want to bring up that today, just today, just like a couple hours before we're recording, the um, the headline was Trump administration rescinds rules on bathrooms for transgender students. Right. And
1: and this is the guy that people say is not anti LGBT. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: So so like even even like you said um, a few minutes ago that you know things are still hard. Things are not easy, and incredibly so. Um, things are a lot harder now, or they they look like they're going to be than they were a year ago,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Just because of the change of administration, it's it's crazy that you would like a month in dedicate resources to that because that is so important.
1: Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah,
0: it's frustrating. So, so like I'm I'm pissed off, and that that doesn't affect me, but it still pisses me off. So I can imagine. You know, like I understand all of those um, stories that are – that sound angry, you know? Mm-hmm. And that are – like I, I'm describing them as preachy, but really they're just they're trying angry. to point out – Yeah, they're very angry. And, and those are important too. Again, they bothered me, but that's because like there's a little distance in, in terms of time now. But I can imagine
1: – Yeah. Oh, no, and They still matter. Yeah. I mean reading this has been an emotional roller coaster. Like I said, it kept me up at night and it came – like, right after, and I know I talk about my condo, like, every week now, um, uh. <laughs> but we signed our paperwork last week, like, as I was starting to to read the rest of Love is Love, um, and it was crazy reading it with the same juxtaposition of signing paperwork that says things like, um, Nina and Laura Taylor Kester as wife and wife uh, own this property in joint tenancy like yeah. having words that in the last like five years have not been seen on paper wife and wife for for buying a home it was just it's crazy to think that that's going on at the same time that people go into places and shoot things up so it's been like and, and you know rights getting rescinded and now it's like oh uh, am I mm-hmm. next <laughs> Yeah. Um and I feel like a lot of people feel that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, not just Absolutely. in the LGBT community. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. So yeah. But it's definitely a good book. It goes to a good cause. Um mm-hmm. it makes you feel a lot of feelings, happy, sad, um hopeful for the future.
0: Did you have a favorite story? Mine was mine was the Batman one with the the one where where the, the phones are ringing, that's the one that I think stayed with me the most, and the one that I I appreciate the most.
1: I think the one that I that stayed with me the most, or, or I liked the most, and I remembered to like write it down was the one that um, Dan D'Addio did the with the they're all in the club, all the DC gay characters are in yeah, the club yeah. and interacting. Um, and it seemed hopeful, even though it was reminiscing on bad times. And yeah. um,
0: well, it was, st- and it was still hopeful too. Because yeah, yeah, because the characters that that one character is like lamenting the stupidity he had to go through, and he's drinking at the bar, but the rest are dancing at the end.
1: Yeah, is that, it Dan Didayo? I don't. You know, we were discussing how to pronounce it <laughs> last night, and. <laughs>
0: Um, I always say Didio but I don't know It could know.
1: be yeah we yeah Nina says she used to know and then now she's heard <laughs> it said a million ways Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But it's good um, it's good stuff.
1: Yeah. And I think the when we were talking about the ones that make me make you angry, I think it's the ones I just thought about it cuz I flipped through and saw one. It's ones that show the brutality of it all. Um, and it's the ones that are like, this is so senseless. Like there's a one of a guy sending a love letter to his boyfriend or his husband. And then the two dead bodies at the end. And I was just like, this is stupid and senseless. Um, but the point is it makes you feel things. And I think that's, that's the point of the whole book.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So again, love is love by IDW and DC comics.
1: And Wonder Woman's on the cover, leading the charge.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wonder Woman looks angry in the one that she's in.
1: Yeah, not on the cover. She looks <laughs> no, happy no, no. on the cover. But yeah. <laughs> on the on the inside, yeah, she's angry in that one. Supergirl is very sad. Yeah. In the one she's in. Yeah. Yeah. No. <sighs> yeah. Ooh. Good times. So, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, where do you go from there?
1: I don't know. Um, Do you
0: have any Did you? you, (laughs) I I, I have. I have one more thing. Two more
1: things. (gasps) Yeah. Actually, yeah.
0: I'll I'll, I'll run through these quick because I'm saving them from last week. Oh Um, yeah,
1: huh? (laughs) (laughs) Last
0: week we just went on and on. Um, So one was a. I'm, I'm gonna transition to more hopeful. Good. And then get and then get depressing again. <sighs>
1: uh, so this one,
0: <laughs> this one is a story on Kotaku, and the headline is "Grandfather Shares How Destiny Helped Save His Life." And I'm going to put that in the show notes. It's a really great article about this older man who, if I remember correctly, I, I read it a couple of weeks ago. But he, I believe, his wife died, and then he he was feeling you know, really down. He wasn't socializing. He wasn't leaving the house. Um, I think that's how it goes. And he was, apparently he's been playing Destiny a lot. And so someone, a writer for Kotaku, I think she she's playing and she said that she likes to play and just talk to people in, in Destiny, in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, like in, you know, in MMOs, you can do that. So she talked to this guy. Oh, she said, what she said is she likes to go to the tower and recruit people for raids because she knows that a lot of people are there and don't have friends to raid with. And so that she likes to do that and she always meets cool people. And she said that she met this older man who then told her the story about how it really got him out of a tough time. And it was it was a really great story. I'm gonna put it in the show notes. I, you know, I know different stories like that from different games and Destiny in particular. This isn't the first time I've heard a story like that. Right. And I have a friend who is very close, who I'm very close to, who who like essentially Says the same exact thing about Destiny. And it's just amazing how, how, what a big difference it made in his life and his mood. And it's, it, it's incredible. So Destiny's doing some good stuff. <laughs> just by the name, really, it's the community, right? That is just, that it just seems to be played really in great.
1: So long.
0: Yeah. I haven't played, I haven't played in a couple months, but we're, Destiny 2 is coming later this year. So. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll see each other
1: oh, yeah. there again. <laughs> you said that about Overwatch. We haven't played Overwatch together.
0: We've never played Overwatch. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, Battleborn is the one we haven't played in a while. <laughs> Ouch. Poor Battleborn.
1: Poor Battleborn.
0: Yep. And so the the last thing I'll bring up um and which I thought was was just amazing. It kind of kinda of blew my mind when it happened. I was watching The Magicians, one of my new favorite shows. And Oh man! Oh, you okay. Won't
1: shut up about the magician. I won't shut up about
0: the magicians. <laughs> I'm just texting you scenes and pictures. So, so in the in season one episode eleven, there is discussion throughout the episode of suicide, and at the end of the episode, right after the last scene, be, but before the credits, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline logo and phone number flash on the screen and stay there. Mm-hmm. before the credits
1: that's good As before the credits
0: yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah right <laughs> otherwise it's a, no one
1: would pay attention or even yeah, see it because and... Netflix <laughs> skips over the end
0: <laughs> exactly and I mean I, I, I sent you the, the video it's immediately after the final scene right. so you know people are guaranteed to see it and I thought that you know I just thought that it was it was just very responsible I can't remember ever seeing a TV show although you said something that kind of Maybe rethink that. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, a TV show that, that did something like that, that touched a really difficult issue. And then if it just in case that was difficult for you, hey, here's a number to call.
1: See, and I'm, I've am i seen several shows that do it. Not on Netflix necessarily. And if it was on Netflix, it would be cut out because it counts as a commercial and not – That it,
0: was on Netflix.
1: Yeah. So this, this was on was Netflix. On Netflix but yeah, like yeah. – um. I've seen. I know there's been a several, been a several, been several episodes of The Fosters um, Mm. recently that would have um, suicide prevention numbers. There'd be ones for gun violence, um, domestic abuse. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones. I think. I even think. They might have had an episode about cutting or drug use or self-harm that was separate from a suicide one. Um,
0: so how did they deal with it?
1: They would have the actors come on and do a PSA. Gotcha. Um, and then flash the resource numbers at the bottom of the screen. And for gotcha. me, I felt like that was a little more powerful than just flashing the number on the screen. Because it, it would say, and the actors would be there and say, you know, this episode is dealing with difficult issues – um, if you ever have thoughts of harming yourself, here's a number. Or 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 if anyone is hurting you or someone you know, here's a number. I think there's other ones. I, and I've seen it on other shows, like back when I used to watch Beverly Hills 90210. Um, yeah. It would so pop up you, then.
0: <laughs> yeah, when you said that to me, I, I, it was funny because I was like, this is amazing. You're like, well, it's better if people are there. <laughs> right?
1: yeah, and they're yeah. talking
0: about it. And at first I thought, like, ha, ha very funny. But then I thought, whoa, wait a minute. The 80s and the 90s were full of PSAs.
1: Right. I Boy remember Meets World that, uh, had a few. I remember so many shows,
0: yeah. 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 And again, Usually yeah, like you teen said, the, dramas. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and so like it, it all it all came back. So it's interesting that, I think a lot of the themes like um things tend to be more graphic. Um
1: Yes. Like, like I do. can
0: think I can think of something that maybe would have been on HBO is like okay on primetime now, right? Especially mm-hmm. like especially like just watch SVU, right? Like SVU should have a warning at the end. I think they do have something.
1: They have a Don't warning they... at the beginning, uh yeah. like parental discretion advised. Um and then I it depends there wasn't <laughs> maybe, there yeah. wasn't maybe in the cre- in the credits they have something on every episode i'm not sure about that but i do know there are certain episodes like this past season they had joe biden on the show um because mm. he was heading that anti uh violence against women uh yeah. thing and i think they had a psa on the end of that one
0: well like that that's a show that for 15 years has been giving you 20 Fif- episodes 15 per year. years
1: it's on eight, season 18
0: Eighteen, right? Okay, so it's almost <laughs> twenty years of twenty some episodes every single year. They just had their four
1: hundredth episode last week. Uh, yeah, of just
0: <laughs> of just horrible sexual violence and and, right. and cases. Right. So it's like, yeah, though, like the the most.
1: Do not binge watch that show. Do not like I thought I was gonna die when, when I watched Grey's Anatomy in like a month. Could you imagine eighteen no. years of SBU? No. You would no. You, you would be so messed up. It's a good yeah. show though. It's a good yeah, show. Yeah, no, it is. It is good. And it talks about important things.
0: Yep. I guess I guess the whole show is in a way a PSA. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I love Doctor yeah, so. Huang. <laughs> He's good. Um. Yeah. So. So I thought. I thought that was really interesting. And then uh, again, on our, on another episode in on one point thirteen, they did the same thing with the national sexual assault hotline. Right. But it was the same thing. Right at the end of the last scene, they flashed the number on the screen. So. Yeah. So I mean, it got me thinking. I'm. I'm glad to hear that you've seen it in other shows. I, again, it. It makes me remember a different time. When in this world that
1: where you can fast forward through everything now, like if it's not the show you skip over it like at least that's how i do it and um sometimes you miss out on some stuff i I remember like uh i think svu might have had a it's it the trevor project and it's it gets better
0: it gets better yeah Uh,
1: yeah um a while back um there is there's so many shows that had all these things um But it's so commonplace now to talk about these things. It used to be really taboo to have an episode that had something so serious. Well, it used to
0: be it used to be a big deal,
1: right? Right.
0: It was like, oh, "Oh, like there's that episode where they did the thing. Oh, I remember that episode. Like you, you couldn't get away with Mm -hmm. doing it every week. Mm -hmm. Um, At least that's 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 my understanding. And like the episode
1: of Full House where DJ like starves herself for like a day and they accuse her of having an eating disorder. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That was a long time ago, but it was a big deal and I think they did a PSA at the end of it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: So what do you think? Do you think there should be more PSAs? Like, should we get back to that?
1: I think you would have to have one on every TV show, every episode. (laughs) Um, Maybe not. That's an exaggeration, but it would be a lot. But I think, you know... There is something to at least doing what um, you're talking about at the end of the thing. Have the numbers.
0: Like, did you even know that there was a hotline for that? You know, maybe maybe you didn't know. And now now, you know, the more, you know, Um, I you know, I've been thinking about our own. I think it's an extension of the trigger warning, content warning conversation. -hmm. Like, well, okay. Now that we we showed you this very graphic, horrible thing that that happened, or or somebody struggling with something very important, without a warning. Now here's the number, right? Like, should should, (laughs) is it better for shows to you know like you're not going to give it away? Is it a spoiler? I don't know. But then just. Us like what what we do. We're talking about stuff all the time, and I feel like the content warnings do one thing. But I I always feel like I don't do enough. Like I feel like there is a sense of responsibility. Mm-hmm. There's I could be more responsible, I guess. Um, anytime I visit someone's website and I see that they have you know suicide prevention hotline at the uh, the Lifeline number at the bottom or at the end of a blog post, I'm like, damn it! Why don't I do that more often? <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I can't.
0: I guess you know cuz sometimes we discuss something casually and i don't know
1: i mean we just talked about a very serious topic
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: again cuz we talked about it back when it happened too
0: yeah um, yeah no of course yeah and and for example is there i don't remember cuz again to your point of skipping over things um does it have any sort of resources in the book
1: i don't know if it does Um, The book may not have. uh, It did. I definitely skipped over them. I don't I don't think it has any resources in here, Um, Hmm. but uh, there are a few you can call Lyric. I don't know the number. Um, There's the Trevor Project. I don't know the number for that either, but you can Google those and they have plenty of resources. So
0: so I always suggest two one one. Because mm-hmm. it's the United Way, and I just I didn't know this, but I discovered when when I was a volunteer for for a hotline that a lot of these hotlines go to the same places. So like hmm. I would be, I was I was actually I, I volunteered with the local mental health association to be a hotline volunteer, but then we were receiving calls from. The whole the the homeless line, the suicide line, um, regular two one one like there were all these different things, and two one one is kind of like a catch all because the the when you call there you can say that you, what you're dealing with and they can give you another number to go to yeah. maybe something more specialized because like in my case it's not that every single hotline covers multiple things but like we were certified for suicide so suicide lifeline calls would also come to us. Mm-hmm. And again, it was whatever we 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 were trained for. So I don't know. So two one one, I I'm pretty sure it covers most of the United States. Yeah. I don't know what other countries, for example. Right. That's interesting. Like I don't know, I don't know. I I know they exist, but I don't know. I'm sure that depends on the country.
1: Oh, well, now obviously. I'm really
0: curious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't – like, other than stuff that I've seen in, like, England, you know, like on BBC shows and things like that, <laughs> Yeah, I don't – I can't think of anything. Wow. Huh. Because I know some countries are – I think they handle mental health way better than we do in the United States, but others I feel like they don't. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't really have an answer. I feel like how much is too much and – how much is too little? I don't. I don't know. I, no I don't idea. know either. But I really appreciated this. At least you know, in extreme episodes, I'm glad that they again there was that sense of responsibility, mm-hmm. and and I respect the show way more for doing that because I watch a lot of different shows and I never seen that, um, or at least again it had been twenty years since I'd seen something like that.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you, The Fosters. Yeah, Yeah, That show is really responsible about how they handle things. And they cover a lot of topics. You got five teenage kids living with two lesbian moms. One's a cop and one's a principal. Um,
0: Oh, that's just a recipe for trouble.
1: It is. It is. (laughs) A lot of drama. But they haven't been doing as many PSAs. And I'm like, I wonder why. Because there's like 50 billion things going on in one episode. So, (laughs) Um, oh,
0: so it would be it would be a seventeen minute long p s a to cover all the different things
1: <laughs> yep, drug use, gun violence uh, but they but they do cover in individual episodes I've seen different ones um when there is a fo- main focus on one thing um in an episode. Um,
0: I wonder how much of a difference it makes if you're watching things live. Right? right so there might be some sort of you know there's overlays from the local channel
1: right and um, so I might be fast forwarding through whatever PSA I don't because
0: yeah, I, I watch everything on Hulu so I there's a lot of stuff that doesn't pop up for me and I don't know um, and also I think social media plays a big role in that because if if when people are watching they' they're watching at the same time I I have seen shows recommend resources and things like that but that's on Twitter while the show is going on that like, how many people are actually going to see that right no I mean it's it's better than it's absolutely good it's way better than not doing it at all but just in, in in general how do you how do you reach the most people and again the fact that this was on Netflix and it's part of the episode I think before I, the credits I wonder,
1: before it goes yeah starting in 10 in 15 seconds yes. or whatever
0: yes yeah yeah. I, w- I wonder what kind of talks had to happen for that to be okay. Cause sometimes things do have to be edited or changed. And this is a Netflix, Netflix original
1: show, right?
0: No, no, it's no? a sci-fi channel show. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, hmm. right? Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's good for this week.
1: Yeah. You got Heavy. to talk about you got you got to talk about the things that you held on to for a week.
0: Yeah. Whew. Yep. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, and pick up Love is Love and, and let us know what you think.
1: And tell us what your favorite um what your favorite thing is. What your favorite yeah. story is.
0: Yeah, or the one that impacted you the most. When I said favorite yeah. at first I was yeah. like well, you know, well, like Ugh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's the best choice of words. And you can but... like different ones for different reasons. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Such a good book. Oh man. So Yeah, so I'm definitely going to post this on the Facebook group. Hopefully get some discussion going about love is love there. And so if you haven't joined our Facebook group, definitely check it out. Just Google – just go on Facebook and look up (laughs) – actually, it's facebook.com slash group slash Geek Therapy. And you'll find the group there. Yep. and And – We'll definitely discuss it there, and but I'll post it on the page and everything. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll talk again next week. You've just listened to Geek Therapy on the Geek Therapy Podcast Network. For more about Geek Therapy and our other podcasts, visit geektherapy.com.